0: this is the insurance law podcast brought to you by best recommended insurance attorneys welcome to the insurance law podcast the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry i'm john zuba managing editor of best's recommended insurance attorneys we're pleased to have with us today attorney martha weiss from the goodman alley donnelly law firm in glen allen virginia martha is an associate in the intellectual property practice group of the firm she specializes in all aspects of trademark law providing counsel on trademark clearance, prosecution, enforcement, and litigation matters. And Martha, we're very pleased to have you with us today.
1: Good to be here. Thank you.
0: Today's discussion pertains to intellectual property or IP claims. And Martha, for our first question today, does the typical general liability insurance policy cover IP
1: claims? There is not a hard and fast rule as to whether typical uh, general liability insurance policies cover intellectual property claims. Um, under typical policies, there's often coverage for what's known as advertising injury or business advertising clauses. Um, depending on the wording of the particular policy, advertising injury coverage often extends to claims made against the insured for trade secret misappropriation and uh, trademark copyright, trade dress infringement, as well as sometimes um, patent infringement as well. Uh, there are two basic forms of advertising and injury coverage. Uh, one form defines advertising injury as any injury arising out of an offense committed during the policy period occurring in the course of the named insured's advertising activities, if such injury arises out of libel, slander, defamation, violation of right of privacy, piracy, unfair competition, and infringement of copyright title or slogan. So a possible concern of this definition is that it requires uh, that the that the offense occur in the course of the named insured's advertising activities. Uh, an insurance company could um, potentially avoid coverage if they could show somehow that there was no causal link or causal connection that exists between the infringement on one hand and the insured's advertising activities on the other. Um, the benefit of this form is that it covers unfair competition. Um, which courts could view as broader protection than that afforded to traditional copyright, trademark, or patent infringement claims. So uh, the, the other form of advertising injury uh, covers coverage states that a claim is covered if it arises from, one, oral or written publication of material that slanders or libels a person or an organization or disparages a person or organization's goods, products, or services. Uh, two, oral or written publication of material that violates a person's right of privacy. Three, misappropriation of advertising ideas or style of doing business, or four, infringement of copyright title or slogan. So, on the upside of this definition is that it eliminates the unfair uh, the arising uh, in the course of language. So we no longer need that that causal link. On the other hand, uh, the the downside is that it also eliminates the unfair competition language, so we were not afforded that broader connection in that definition.
0: Martha, what are some important policy exclusions?
1: I would say that most important policy exclusion is that of intentional tort or intentional acts of the insured. Uh, Most courts have held that intentional torts are not covered, and there is no duty on the part of the insurance company to defend in these particular cases. Uh, but nearly every plaintiff filing a lawsuit against a defendant for infringement will claim that infringement—that the infringement was willful and intentional. It is completely common practice.
0: So then, are insurance companies off the hook from the onset?
1: It all depends on the jurisdiction, as always. Uh, some courts have held that the mere allegation of knowing uh, of knowing wrongdoing is not enough to extricate an insurance company's obligation to defend because intent is not a required element of infringement. Um, there can be a finding of liability against a defendant even if the infringement was innocent. and Therefore, the insurance company would still be on the hook for, um, to defend. Uh, other courts um, have held that the insurance company may rely on the allegations of the complaint to govern their duty to defend. So it really depends on the jurisdiction.
0: So then what would your advice be to businesses shopping for a general liability insurance policy?
1: So the best way to address the uncertainty in the market, marketplace with respect to, the, uh, to whether it's a general, uh, general liability insurance policy, um, it, it, it's advertising uh, injury definition, um, covers patent, trademark, trade dress, copyright infringement or um, trade secrets appropriation or patents is to um, modify the standard policy to be less ambiguous. So work with the insurance company to tailor a, a policy that really works for your your business and your IP portfolio.
0: Thanks, Martha. Any final thoughts for us today?
1: I would say as, as a general practice point, um, so both of the definitions of advertising um, injury that I discussed earlier uh, encompass infringement of copyright, title, or slogan. And I found that very often individuals will think that uh, title or slogan refers to a trademark and that they are under these typical uh definitions afforded protection trademark infringement protection um, by virtue of title and slogan language. And this is not the case. Uh, courts have. Um, it, it can be. It can be a point of discussion that some courts have ruled that that it might cover. But to be absolutely sure, um, a trademark is a source indicator, and edit and, and is something distinct from a slogan and or um, a, a title. And if you want trademark protection specifically, you need to go ahead and work that into your policy.
0: Martha, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. That was Martha Weiss from the law firm of Goodman, Allen Donnelly, in Glen Allen, Virginia. And special thanks to today's producer, John Weber. And thank you all for joining us for the Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, go to iTunes or our webpage, www.ambest.com slash claims resource. And if you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, and now this message. Best Insurance Professionals and Claims Resource is the top website for locating qualified professionals and need-to-know insurance information for the claims market. Brought to you by AMBest, the world leader in insurance industry information. Visit ambest.com slash claimsresource.